and welcome to Daters Gonna Date. This is a Irish podcast all about dating. Two single girls living in Dublin. What the hell will we get up to? Not much at the moment with COVID, um, but we'll discuss all our dating woes, all your dating woes, um, and we hope you enjoy. And this is your favourite Irish dating podcast. This is Daters Gonna Date and it is me, Nicola, here and my good friend... Roisin, hello! Uh, I am happy because we are finally, finally, Nicola, very, very slowly coming out of this lockdown and I could not be happier. Well, you also have an an appointment for Penny, so you're super happy. I have an appointment for Benny lads and I already people are sending me their orders and I'm starting to think like maybe I should start charging people for like going and picking up anything they want. Well, you see, I'm just going to go next week when it's, you know, just open Uh, because I'm hoping that everyone who's gone and, you know, has needed massive hauls will have done it by next week. They'll have the appointment. So I'm just going to saunter in Monday 9 a.m. next week. Oh my God, you see, like the reason I went for the appointment is because I thought that would be absolutely horrific, like when it officially opens. And I'd be like, at least with this, it's a little bit controlled. Now, I've been looking at people's Twitters and everything today to see what people are saying. It seems like it's quite controlled. We will see um, what it's like. If anybody would like a Penny's update, <laughs> send an L message to the Instagram. I'll let you know how I get on. But do you know what it is? It's not so much about like, getting the appointment at all. It's just like being able to walk into pennies. I'm just like, even if I buy nothing, it's just like to have the joy of the mooch, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, it's and also it's the saunter and then the haul if you do get stuff coming home and going, okay, how do I spend 85 euro? And you pull it out and you're like, I've just got socks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like there's it's going to be one or two things. There's I'm going to get nothing. Or I'm going to get everything. Yeah. Uh, our listeners will know we're going away in a few weeks and um, we're going we're going west of Ireland, myself and Roisin and a few pals. And I'm like, when the shop's open, I want to obviously go in and get a swimsuit. And I'm like, I'm either going to be able to find nothing or I'm going to find everything because I haven't been in a shop in so long. So it's going to be one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I really hate shopping online. Not to say that I haven't done it. Oh, I've done plenty of it. Uh, but it's not the same as like seeing the clothes in real life and, you know, like touching the material and like being like, oh, yeah, that would fit. Because I'm in that weird in-between sizey thing because of like obviously COVID and like nothing really fits. But also but- shops like a size 10 is, uh, you know, different in every shop. Like <laughs> you go in and you could be... Oh, size- yeah. You could be size fifth, uh, fifteen. You hear me? It's fourteen even in one shop. You could be size <laughs> so twenty in another. You could be size eight in one. It's just it doesn't make any sense. No, it's crazy. So like when you get to actually see clothes, you get so a so much better idea. So I'm really looking forward to building normality. I've got a couple of other appointments booked. You know yourself, draw myself up. Can't wait to get my nails done. Oh look, you've I been banging on about these nails for. I swear, how long have you booked these nails in since, lads? I swear to God, like a Roshin's personal account, it's literally like, had to push back the nails again. I'm like, woman. <laughs> I think I have rebooked this appointment like seven times or something like that. I'm so excited. I will have fresh nails for our trip away. Like I can't, I can't even describe. Can't wait to get this tash 
taken off me. Just so many things I cannot wait for. Lads are listening and they're going, yeah. all the effort that girls have to do, like literally, we're all like, yeah, I have to go and get my eyebrows done, I have to get my hair done, I have to buy all my clothes. And lads are like, I just have to wash. Yeah, tell you, we'll be, I'll be like a totally, totally different woman in a couple of weeks time although I haven't booked my hair because I just haven't been as pushed about that than my mm. nails I think I'm quite unusual in that way I'm I'm more keen to get my nails done than anything else and my eyebrows and then everything else can kind of be like meh whenever yeah. I get to eyebrows is all I care about I haven't booked it but there's a place near me that's quite quiet as in like it's not in town so I think I'll be able to get an appointment for that quite easy and I'm just going to get my eyebrows done and I'd be more excited I actually looked up the other day to see are you allowed to do massages because I was like I'd love to get my eyebrows done then get massage and I haven't thought about my hair I can't be arsed with my hair like I've gone this long like I do obviously want to get it cut but at the same sense I'm like I've literally gone for how many months and like it really hasn't made a difference so like it's just longer and scragglier but I'm not queuing up to get (laughs) my hair done I wasn't queuing up on Monday morning going 8am being like, do me, get me cut and colour. <laughs> well, for me, I think I'm going to be pretty broke after nails, pencil and our trip. Yeah. So I think just money wise, it's better for me to to have the haircut later on down the line. Plus things might calm down a bit as well. So it might be a bit easier to get an appointment that actually suits you. Um but Jesus, here we are talking shite. No surprise yeah, yeah. there. No surprise. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're just going to talk about, well, kind of a couple of things today. We were kind of asking uh, about your uh, embarrassing moments and things that you've done, cringe things you've done to get guys or girls' attentions, stuff like that. But uh, I suppose, firstly, maybe I should provide the uh, listeners with an update after teasing them. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Our fortnight ago's episode about a plasmic <laughs> events, um, and I know it's really funny. We came off the podcast, and Nicola, you were like to me, "Oh, are you official?" And I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> that's not what happened." No, no, guys, it's far more important than that. I told him about the podcast. Whoop whoop! Yeah, Tom is so- aware of a podcast. <laughs> yeah, um, it's funny though because like I haven't really talked majorly about it. I think I've only mentioned him twice since I've started seeing him, and I've been seeing him since February. I've been very reluctant to say too much as. Any long time listeners know, um, I've had great success <laughs> with my dates. Absolutely. Man, fucking fantastic. Um, I suppose uh, I've kept a little bit of this to myself for a while uh, because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I was really keeping him at arm's length for quite a while because I was afraid that it was all just gonna fucking blow up and go to shit and I just thought I don't want to talk about another shit one shit day on the podcast again I really don't you don't want to tell the listeners um, you were crying again (laughs) yeah exactly exactly um but he sort of squirmed his way in uh despite my my uh attempts to not (laughs) to keep myself at a distance so I mean it's it's funny I I was talking to somebody the other day about it and yeah, I do think maybe if uh, if life had been normal, like as a non-COVID, would or whether I would have given him as much of an opportunity, if that makes sense. Mm. Because if I had had my normal, busy kind of mad life, 
I think I would have thought like, ah, he's too nice. Like he's too nice for me. And I just don't have time for, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I'd, you know what I mean? Made space for him. Mm-hmm. Whereas I think because there's nothing really going on and I just got to know him on a, I suppose I just got to know him a lot better than I suppose maybe you generally get to know somebody after one or two dates because there wasn't really much else going on. I'm, I'm just, I've told him not to listen to this podcast, but I have kind of told him this myself. So he, this is not like, you know, news to him if he is listening. I hope you're not listening, Tom. Turn off. Um, oh, no, but, Tom. Um, stay tuned, Tom. I'm going to blow the lid on that. I'm going to find out all the questions you've been dying to know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think it's just grown into something that I, yeah, I really, really like him. And he's, He's really nice. And he's one of these people who is like, who is genuinely an actual nice person. Mm-hmm. Like there's not a bad bone in his body, I don't think at all. Um, so we're not official yet, but we are going to be taking two days little holiday together. So if I don't so, kill him after that. So hold on. You're not official. You're not going out with each other, but you're going on holidays together. Like what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, okay. Basically, he kind of brought something up like a while ago and I kind of I kind of was like not freaked but I was like oh it's a bit early like do you know what I mean so I kind of feel like it's now my responsibility to possibly bring up that chat again do you know that kind of way so um, I'm kind of like I just want to make sure we don't kill each other on this mini vacay and if that's all good then we'll have a further update I suppose where are you going on your mini vacay? Uh, we're going to the very romantic, very beautiful city of Athlone. Whoa, girl. Whoa. Yeah. Everyone knows that Athlone <laughs> yeah, I know. is the sin city of the Midlands. <laughs> Everybody knows uh, that it is incredible. Uh, no, the only reason was we're going midweek. I'm not didn't want to drive too far so there is a nice hotel there without giving anything away because I'm not getting this shit for free so I'm not plugging no hotel because <laughs> they're going to give me some conversation um, so yeah we're going kind of midweek to the break because it was cheaper etc so yeah I suppose if things go well if things go well you'll get down on one knee and ask him to be your boyfriend is that what you're saying? <laughs> that's it but you know what's funny though I, and I said it to you as well but I, I just have to say this to the listeners so the fact that he's called Tom, it didn't quite dawn on me until I was talking to my sister <laughs> and I told her his name and she went, Tom, Tom Invisible. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. So just for people listening, uh, <laughs> Nicola, it was you that came up with yep. Tom originally, right? Sorry, came up with, I think you'll find yeah. she, uh, has been uh, dating Tom Invisible for quite some time. <laughs> dating exclusively for a long time uh, but the in-joke kind of with us and our friends in college was always like that Tom Invisible was our boyfriend and we would take photos with Tom in different locations and he still pops up every now and again I think Tom had a Bebo page he did and he point. loves Electric Picnic he loves it he's always at EP <laughs> he's always at EP and he always happens to be Wherever, whenever we go on holidays, he'll probably be out west with us. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, there'll be a lovely <laughs> photograph of me and Tom, I'd say, overlooking the Cliffs of Moher at some point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, the irony is not lost on me that I am dating a Tom. 
No, no he is visible. Is he so visible Tom, though? Tom visible. Tom, okay, we've got Tom. Here's going to date dating Tom Invisible and Tom Visible. So that's great. I'm glad I've got the invisible one. Fair play to me. Mm-hmm. God what bless. Did, what did Tom um, Visible say when you told him about the podcast? So I don't know why I was so nervous about saying to him, but I think I built it up in my head and I was freaking myself out. And uh, we were in the house one day and I basically was thinking, you know what? I should probably tell him this before one of my um, roommates tells him by mistake. Mm. You st- I didn't catch that. Oh, for God's Could sake. Could you try again? <laughs> you hear? <laughs> you hear that? Yeah. I see. We just went off on my Mac. I don't know what happened there. <laughs> oh dear God! Siri's, could- look- Siri's looking for Tom Invisible. <laughs> we all are, hon. <laughs> You can't have him. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we were in the house and I thought, oh my God, because we were having a few drinks and my other roommate was coming home and my other roommate was out having a few drinks and I was like, what if somebody just says something drunk by accident? And not that it's a big deal, but I didn't want, I wanted to tell him myself. So um, I told him anyway. And uh, he was well, like, what did you oh. say? I just said, so uh, I don't know if you noticed the microphone I have up in my room because I left it out prominently, like real obviously, hoping that he would ask about it, which he never did. <laughs> like, I don't know, did he just not notice? Or just was like, I'm not going to ask what that is fucking about. And he was like, no, I didn't notice. I don't know if he was just being polite and just saying that. And I said, oh, well, I probably should have told you, but like, I have a podcast. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, and it's about dating. And he was like, oh, right. And I was like, but I haven't, you know, I was like, I'm not, you know, I haven't said loads of stuff about you, but like, obviously if we keep dating, like you might be mentioned, but I wouldn't do that without telling you. And he was fine. He he basically went, yeah, I'm not actually that shocked that you you have a podcast. You do talk a lot. He knows you well. He wasn't that surprised. He reacted fine. And thank God I did tell him because my roommate came home and we had a few drinks and we were talking about TikTok and she goes, do you ever think about doing a TikTok for the podcast? (laughs) So... Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. I had told him because I think that would have been more awkward if it. I still think he would have been fine, but I think my roommate would have felt really bad mm. um, if she had outed me. So um, no, he was absolutely he was grand. Although he keeps saying things like, "I've never been mentioned on a podcast before," and I'm like, "Why? Do you think everybody else gets mentioned on yeah. podcasts?" Like, deflate your head, you Tom. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I was like, it's all negative, so don't even be listening. Um, but uh, yeah, no, he was grand. He was absolutely fine about it. Um, and yeah, he was grand. I don't know why I thought it was going to be a thing. I think I just built it up in my head. Yeah, but also like if you heard that he had a podcast about dating, you would be like, oh, that's cool. And straight away home to listen. I say he literally has downloaded the back catalogue. And I have noticed a surge in his area of listening. <laughs> Tom, if you are listening, please pass this on to your single friends because obviously one half of the podcast is still single. So that's me, obviously. So go and pass it around to your single friends, uh, preferably people who are over six foot, but I'm I'm okay from over 5'10". And um, rugby player (laughs) Well, he does have a good-looking twin, but I feel like he's been seeing someone recently. I wish I would have got somebody in with him before 
Oh my God. That would be like something of a romantic comedy if we both started dating twins. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's the ideal scenario. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Oh, do you know what? I will. T- well, maybe I haven't met his friends yet, so I don't know if I want him to want them to know this about me. But um, I, I will try to get him to pass it on to encourage listenership but like I mean I mean there's not much that I've talked about that I probably haven't talked about him on it but I'm just weirded out by the thought of him listening but then I I would totally listen and just pretend I wasn't listening subscribe set up a fake Instagram profile to follow the page literally the whole the whole swag Um, so yeah but um, all things going well so hopefully that is some sort of um, some sort of joy to anyone listening, just to know that like there is some potentially happy stories. Last year, 14 dates, <sighs> each one ending spectacularly shitter than the other. So, um, yeah, it is a bit of a graft, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, yeah, things going good. I know you said you had the ick, Nicola, but then I saw on the Instagram page that you were asking how to slide into someone's DMs. So I I want some more information here. I wanted to to find out how to get somebody else to slide into your DMs as opposed to you sliding into theirs. You hear from people like going, oh, he slid into my DMs. That never happens to me. So I was like, how do people get this? So that's what my question was about. And is there a particular gentleman you have in mind here that uh, you you would like to... uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, I, like it doesn't really matter because I haven't seen this person. So years and years and years and years ago, right back, I don't know, I don't know yeah. what age it was because your late teens to mid twenties is it just a shift, shift machine? You shift people and you don't remember if you've shifted them ten years later. Anyway, I yeah. don't know where I don't know where it happened that I met this person. He is like, how would you describe it? Okay, so if you're from a small town like I am, there's loads of little towns yeah. that are nearby. So like Wiggly yeah. Town and Jiggly Town are beside Major Town or whatever, right? So anyway, he lives yeah. in a town near me, but he didn't go to my school right. And so we had like mutual friends. I suppose that's how we must have met. Anyway, um, one night in some nightclub in some town, I don't remember which, we ended up scoring and he was like, oh, there's a party back in my house, the usual crack. So I was like, yeah, 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 we'll all just get a taxi, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we jumped into a taxi, go back to his house and his house is on a farm. And I was like, right, Okay. Great. And you're in heels and like the driveway is, you know, the tractor marks. <laughs> it's like, right, you know. And um, anyway, got into the house and there was no party because this happens to me fucking all the time. I'm such like me drunk thinks, yeah, yeah, great idea. Go back. No, his parents' house. So that was a joy. And then the next morning I was like, we just sat in the kitchen drinking because like it turned out the house was quite big and you could the, the people upstairs couldn't hear you if you're in the kitchen. So we just sat there drinking. And then the next morning I was like, right, I have to, like, he was like, I'll drop you home. Um, I'll go get the car. And he was like, just come out the side door. So I went yeah. out the side door to where his father was sitting in a tractor. So that was... Wait on, you didn't shift or nothing. You just stayed up drinking all night. No, we did shift, but like nothing else happened. Um, so we stayed okay. up drinking most of the night. And then I think we went to bed at like, I don't know, six or something. And then got up at like nine. Because I was like, this is your family's house. I want to get up before your parents are up and awake. But that, forgetting that farmers get up at six o'clock. So yeah, his dad was sitting in a tractor yeah. outside the house. And I was like, holy bejesus. And I literally ran in. I, I had my shoes in my hand. So I was running in the muck, basically, into the car. But I... <laughs> 
I don't remember like what happened to him then, like where he went in his life or anything like that. And I never thought about yeah. it ever again until a few weeks ago when my friends messaged me and sent me a voice note and she just simply said something like oh and I, I passed by and she just said the name of the company he works for and I saw okay I'm gonna have to give him a name Willard okay Willard's the name okay. so I passed by good old Willard good old Willard uh, passed by um, what job will we give Willard um, stripper I passed by the strip club and I saw Willard <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows Willard is He's a very <laughs> and uh, she just literally said that in passing and I went on and I was like Jesus after I got off the voice note I was like hi Jesus I can't remember the last time I heard about him so I went on to look on his Instagram and it was on private okay and then I saw that he, the company okay. he's he like he part owns a company or whatever and I went on and I saw it like that and I was like oh God, they're doing really well oh, that's really cool I'll follow the company page and then I was like oh Nicola you're, you're in your yeah. 30s like just follow the shop and just see because I couldn't see it on this page and I was like fuck like we used to know each other years yeah. ago follow him so I just followed him yeah. so that was fine and then he accepted it right so this is the whole thing this yeah. is the why are we still playing games in our 30s like you know he accepted oh my, stop I know he accepted my follow on Instagram right okay. so because I suddenly I could see all his posts so I knew he accepted me then a day later he went yeah. on and liked one of my photos that was a way down my feed right so he liked the photo and then oh. three days later he okay. followed me I was like what is this what is this weirdness just follow me back you weirdo I was like right Dio and then he liked another photo the other day but again like nothing else and so I was like okay how do I get him to just message me because then things would just be much easier because he doesn't put up stories so like right. why does this is it so everyone was giving us some hilarious tips so which I thought was great I know fun. I'm just having a look at some of them now uh, somebody did just say I don't know but please share the responses yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I want to know I did like the one story from everyone except him and post some like flirty f- pics, like you've loads of people desiring you, or you know you can put up a couple of, you know, couple of snaps. But then it's hard if he's not on Instagram. What if he doesn't see it? Well, this is the thing. Just so you know, Roisin, when we go west, I you're going to be my personal photographer in terms of sexy poses, okay? And you're going to have to literally be like telling me. I'm a great photographer. <laughs> well, yeah, you are pretty shit. But you're going to have to just... We, well, we do have Neil coming and Neil is an expert photographer and has the best camera of all time. But I'm going to need yes. both of you to team up together to be... Nicola, that looks like a sexy pose. Go over there and do that, okay? Because we need to put, we need to fill the feed, okay? And then hopefully he'll slide yes. in the DMs. <laughs> the feed might be a way of getting another like or interaction off him. Um, it's a shame, like... So you're saying he doesn't really put up stories, does he not? Well, he seems to put up like work stories, but I like I only follow, I'm only following each other like a week and a half or whatever. But like I haven't seen him put up anything that's not related to work, and I can't reply about his work because it's just so boring. You know, like imagine if he's an accountant <laughs> yeah. and he's putting up a picture of a calculator. Like, what are you meant to say to that? <laughs> yeah, you can't send like the love heart uh, face emoji to to that, or you know, the clapping hands. Um, you need something a bit more substantial. The only thing is now, I wonder, with a bit of opening up, like if he starts having a bit of life now again, you know, whether you could, you know, there might be something to react to. Or do you download Tinder, specify his location, <laughs> age, 
And you, to see if he pops up, you know, maybe that's going to be a real casual, calm and collected way uh to 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 get him into your DMs. Unfortunately, he is a bit far away from me. I like he'd be a good. I don't know. He's probably like he's a few counties away. So there's that. Also, I don't know his exact age. Like he's probably same age as me, but like give or take a year. But I do like the, this idea of yeah. one of the listeners who who did say hide your story from everybody except for him. I have to figure out how to do that. And once I do that, then maybe <laughs> we'll picks in in the west. Um, you know sexy flirty one yeah. hopefully he'll respond if he doesn't if he doesn't respond if he doesn't see it I'll just keep putting it up until he does <laughs> I think what you could do is you could do the close friends thing mm-hmm. does it tell you if you're a close friend yeah it and does and just he's the only one on the close friend list balls yeah balls. So, you know the way Colleen Rooney did it that's what I need to do where you literally only one person sees it true very true there's got to be a, if you guys know how to do this please send please slide into our DM at DMs at help Nicola yeah well somebody else said stick up an interactive story that he can respond to and he oh, like one of those like a question box balls. or a poll or yeah like yeah. I don't have anything going on in my life right now so I just have to Again, this is all going to be on holidays. He'll have to respond to everything when I'm on holidays. Have you listened to my podcast? Yes or no? Oh my God, Jesus. Can you imagine he listens and this is the first episode he listens to? Welcome. Willard from the strip club. Willard from the strip club whose dad's a farmer. My God. He's going to be like Stocky Joe. (laughs) (laughs) And and so like you don't have the ick about this guy then? No, I don't actually. And that's the first time I haven't had the ick about anybody. So that's a good sign. Maybe the ick is wearing off. But then again, I did uh, think this. So the other day I went on Tinder and I was with my sister and I was like, okay, I'm going to go on Tinder because the ick is clearly wearing off because I think this guy's attractive. And then I literally was like, everyone's disgusting. Everyone's minging. God, why is everyone so disgusting? Why is he there? Why that? But you know who I did see though? Sorry, I was on Bumble. Who? Get ready for it. Ladies, Hold on to your seats because there is somebody out there who is single and who is on Bumble. John from Jedward. Oh, okay. Tom is getting dumped. So bye, Tom. So (laughs) see you, Tom. Bye. I cannot wait to hit up. John from Jedward. Yeah. Um, Get I mean, your lipstick on. Not, <laughs> yeah, that could be all that my nephew went to school with him. That isn't nope. at all alarming. It's fine. Uh, I mean, I mean, I've got a DM from them before. So like the next natural natural step is obviously trying to date. Yeah. Like, they slid into your DMs. Now it's time for you to slide into John's. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. What if this podcast ends with you dating John from Jedward? What if this podcast ends with me going on a date with John but realising I'm in love with Edward? Oh, oh, my God. Am I going to be the girl that splits up Jedward? And then it could be Nedward. You are absolutely... You're going to be the... You're going to be... No, you're going to be the Yoko Ono of of Ireland destroying an institution. I'm looking forward to this development. My God. I, I know. hope nobody else are listening beats you to the punchline. Well, I hope not because I'll, then I'll have to fall back on Willard and he's just not making any moves anytime soon. So <laughs> I know. So many people were saying like react to his stuff and see does he send anything back. But if he's not putting up anything but work stuff, 
you're kind of stuck until you get we get the the sexy opportunities. I know. And I did appreciate everyone that was coming back to me, but I did. My favorite person was the one who was like, please give me the the, the advice because clearly they're thinking the same. The only other person I've tried to like flirt with via DM, like or slide in DMs is Jordan North. I just respond to some of his stories, but like he's multi-famous <laughs> and like, you know, I'm just sitting in an unread, in an unread box that he hasn't opened. He has so many women throwing himself at us. They're yeah. all sitting in a... A request inbox that has never been looked at. And There's two guys who don't give a dick. Willard the Stripper and Jordan North. So I would say that's, that is an improvement. That is a development. I will say one thing, right? So mm. I, uh, so I met Tom on Hinge. I don't know. Did I, did I say that? I met Tom on Hinge, but I um, was deleting the app. And I have to say, like, I didn't mind Hinge, but I did struggle with it because it didn't seem to be that many people on it, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, I wanted to delete it. And I had so many likes, so many likes. I couldn't, I couldn't beg for a like when I was looking for them. Oh, but now that I'm seeing somebody, oh, now you want to like my goddamn profile. How dare you? How fucking dare you? Um, but, you know, I didn't, uh, I didn't feel like, you know, dumping clown for any of them. But it was just, I thought it was like quite funny that it was like, couldn't have got a like if I, dragged myself naked on the street but <laughs> seeing somebody I believe there's a song about this it's isn't it ironic don't you think yeah yeah it's 10,000 spoons so all you need is a penis so <laughs> you know <laughs> do you want to go down that road bro really do you want us to start talking about that and Tom could be listening no uh God almighty. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, it's just, uh, just the irony of it all. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if you're going to try anything again or you're, you're just, that Tinder just put you off. Oh, I just was like, I just went on for a, a snoop and I was like, I had no real interest and I just was like, ming, 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 ming. <laughs> so I'm just holding out for Willard, our John from Edward, from Jedward to, you know, come on down basically. Willard versus John. I think as well, like, you know, we're switching on the old Tinder down in Mayo, maybe play oh, yeah. Tinder TV. Um, see if there's anyone good. Hey, guys, if you've, if you've not played Tinder TV, you are not living. You are not having your best life. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, as easy as it sounds, somebody has <laughs> Tinder on their phone, you cast it to the telly. And as a group, you drink and you swipe for your friend. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. It's brilliant. It's, it's another one. The best crack. It's another one of my fabulous inventions that I came across. And I've even had my mom playing where she's like, oh, he seems lovely. And I'm like, mom, he's a serial killer, <laughs> please. And like, then she'll, then it'll come up like, we're a couple, Sally and John. And you're like, my mother's like, what is that? And I'm like, just don't read it. Keep going. <laughs> oh, my God. Keep going. Go, sweet ass. Gas. Oh, my God. It's so much fun, especially with a, with a few glasses of wine. So I highly recommend doing it when we... Uh, when you can't get together with your friends, um, definitely, definitely do it. I were definitely um, doing Mayo. Definitely. Mayo men are delicious. You heard it here first, Mayo men. <laughs> Nicola will eat you. No, one thing we asked people about was, uh, you know, embarrassing, cringy things they've done to impress somebody or to get somebody's attention. I know we decided to talk about this on a Sunday evening 
which is great. There's nothing like going to bed on a Sunday when you're already plagued with fear. And then remembering those really embarrassing, really embarrassing things you did. Um, like walking out, to walking out to the tractor with someone's father sitting outside. I have a thing where I seem to meet people's fathers all the time because this guy that I was dating before, I, I don't know if I told this story on it, but I, he brought me over, he brought me on a date and he told me, this, he told me it was a date and that we we're just going to go to his house for a while. There was everyone was out and I was like, lovely. And he made me watch golf for three hours. Apparently that was a date. I was like, this is hell on earth. But anyway, oh, he ended up, his parents came back in and they had a blazing row in the kitchen and I was sitting there. That was a joy. <laughs> and then the next time I went to his house, uh, we ended up, I ended up staying over and his, he was like, oh, my parents are gone down the town or whatever. And I, his next thing, the doorbell went and his brother and all his children, the children arrived in and the mother and father. Oh my God. And they all were downstairs and he was like, I have to go down and show my face because otherwise they'll, um, they'll wonder what's going on. They'll come up here. So I had to sit upstairs on my own in that bedroom for like three hours. <laughs> and then he came up and goes, oh, they're all gone. It's great. And I was like, I'm going to effing kill you. So I literally bust out the door to get it into his van and his dad was out cutting the grass. So that was once again, <laughs> just fabulous. <laughs> oh my God, the shit we put up with, fucking hell. Like I just wouldn't put up with that now. It's just, maybe it's a getting older thing or like just when you're younger, you think, oh no, it's fine. It'll work itself out. Yeah. But my God, I would not sit up for hours in a room. Jesus Christ. I know, I wouldn't, but I'd probably saunter downstairs and me last night's clothes and be like, hey, yes, I'll see you. But that's obviously not that, it's not that embarrassing except for the meeting the dad bit. But um, yeah, I was like, like you said, going to bed with the old fear and then I kept waking up in the middle of the night and being like, oh, I can't tell that story. Oh, Jesus, I can't tell that story. And now I've got them, I feel like I've, I feel like my brain preemptively blanked them for me because they're like, don't mortify yourself by saying them. But there's so many. So many. The things we do, um, definitely like, I mean, I, I have always kind of, you know, liked, uh, you know, in a way I've always kind of liked things that guys like, if that, you know, like that makes sense to anybody listening mm. in the sense that I have a, you know, support Liverpool, you know, I love the Simpsons, like a quote, Anchorman, back to front, you know, all this. Uh, but one particularly cringe thing I did. Oh, God. Go on. Uh, so uh, again, ma'am, please turn off for listening. Go away. Um, <laughs> um, but um, my parents were away and uh, I was shifting this guy kind of on and off who was like a known fucking toe rag. And I don't know what I was doing, lads. Stupidity was my middle name back then. And um, he was a Man United supporter. And I bought my case and we were just like shifting or whatever on the couch. We didn't do anything else. But I thought what would be really sexy would be if I got in my Liverpool jersey. Oh, God. And- <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm actually... <laughs> I'm actually like dying. Like, do you ever think about something and you go, oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Why did I think like, I was I was out of my mind, bananas drunk. But, you know, like obviously when you see on TV shows or whatever, like, you know, these American girls in like the American football jerseys. Yeah. And that's obviously what I thought in my head um, that I was given um, 
I don't think I was uh, giving that at all. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Needless to say, the following morning, I was relatively mortified of my behaviour. Um, still shifting again some time after that. So when he, then it turned out he had a girlfriend. So, you know yeah. what I mean? Probably should have just left it at that embarrassing moment and just and just not gone any further. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. I would like, I just really wish that someone had recorded that so I could just watch that attempt at a sexy dance. <laughs> oh, God, I'm glad nobody did. Mother of fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> bad enough we were playing in my own fucking head never mind in real life <laughs> Jesus Christ um, Scarlett for me ma for having me oh man like the, see, the thing is there's so many for me because obviously you know I've got bad legs bad knees so like I fall like all the time and I'm so used to it but then you know when you're like I, fe- I remember being like 16 and I fancied this fella and he was he was maybe three years old than me and he was a barman so he was super cool he hung around with all the cool guys and now like I literally would like like I'm friends with him I'd be like oh stay at your face but um, I remember like walking up the town I was like oh my god here he is he looks gorgeous la 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 fell literally right in front of him right in front of him to the point that he literally went uh, the lads did say you were falling for me and I'm like oh I hate my life I hate yeah. my life that's happened to me so many times with fellas that I'm just like at this stage it's just kind of normal you know <laughs> just tripping and falling yeah. um, have you ever I had to laugh at the one that you put up on Instagram the person who messaged who said they bought a hurl and a slitter basically to get his attention on Snapchat have you ever pretended to be into something uh, to get somebody's attention oh god well the first thing about that person is I messaged her um, because a couple of people messaged us to ask did it work and she said yes they did for two and a half years so it turned out that was well worth her time um, <laughs> god let me think like unfortunately I keep thinking of my own friend who I've mentioned this before who pretends to like rugby Ross Carl Kelly um, what did I pretend yeah. to like I've, I've often pretended to like TV shows you know or movies that lads love like you know like I remember in Australia going to the, that guy that I used to date his house and um, he was like oh community do you like this I was like love it had never heard of it in my life now now I've seen it <laughs> and I love it but at the time I couldn't I couldn't tell you who anyone was at a time. I didn't know what the storyline was. I didn't know why these people worked together. And I was like, <laughs> but I pretended. <laughs> Loved it. Loved it. Oh, God. So many sh- yeah. like shit things that you pretend to be watching. Like, I definitely did not pretend to like golf that time. I was stuck on a date watching it because that was <laughs> horrific. I've definitely pretended to when I was younger. Not anymore now, but um, I pretended to like, you know, like music that I would never fucking listen to. Oh, my God. God yeah. Because like basically when you're in that kind of, you know, late teen, early 20 things, most fellas and I don't know if kind of guys you hung around with at the same time and Nicola, but the guys I knew either like ska because they all thought they were like Bob Marley and I don't know what the fuck. Or they all listened to kind of rock metal music and to the point where I was listening to Metallica I know Metallica are a good band, but I just, you know, that wasn't the type of music I was into. And I was like, oh, yeah, man, these guys are so cool. And I could I could probably only name like one Metallica song, I think. <laughs> it was a song, and that's about it. But because I was in love with my male best friend, I was like, yeah, Metallica, fucking so cool. I'll go see them. <laughs> like, what the fuck else? <laughs> 
Dickhead, Roshi. Dickhead. Oh, um, yeah. Do you know when Oxygen was on? Obviously, it was the same as EP, like, but like Oxygen had much bigger names than EP would have. Like, the thing about Lecture Picnic yeah. is it's kind of like names you never heard of and you kind of like them. They're up and coming. Whereas Oxygen, you know, had all the big headliners. And I would want to go see someone like ridiculous at it. And then I remember the lads wanted to go to, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Uh, can't think of their name now. They sing Killing in the Name of that song. It's the only song I knew. And I literally was like, oh, I love that song. Yeah, yeah. No, I love them. Yeah. Oh, my God. She had love to go. Got so drunk at it because it was the biggest pile of shit that I ended up having to go back to the tent and have a lie down because I was like, I can't be fucking fucked. I was just like, I don't even like because everyone was singing the words. And so they turn around and you just pretend to be taking a drink because you were like, oh, I should know the words to this. And I was like, haven't a breeze. Like, so I just kept drinking. <laughs> Lots of people said that they, um, you know, just randomly turned up at the place their crush or the guy they fancied was just, oh, you're here because they'd obviously stalked. Uh, their social media one girl here said they made their friend get in a taxi and leave Dicey's to go to workman's when they saw that their crush was tagged there on Instagram sterling work ladies you can always you can always rely on the women to stalk your profile within an inch of its life to find any sort of tags that will potentially benefit them yeah if we claim that we had no idea or there we probably did have an idea or there we probably recognised the stool or the bar or something in the background <laughs> I don't I don't think I've ever have I done it to that extreme like I haven't done it to that extreme where I've seen it like and gone go 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 but like yeah definitely there would have been bars that you know you wouldn't have hung around in as younger and then you heard that like somebody was going to be there so you went like yeah st- stuff like that you're just like oh god when you think about yeah. it <laughs> you do the whole like oh my god hi can't believe you're here. I didn't know. Do you come here? I come here all the time. I didn't know you. I didn't know you. You came here. This is kind of like my place. Like I always come here all, all the time. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I'm. Uh, you, what you mean? You didn't see me here before? I'm literally. I was here every day. Yeah. 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 Where yeah. An alcoholic. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, someone did say Jesus, though more serious. Sacrifice my mental health. Which I think a lot of people do to kind of like please somebody or stay in a relationship. Fortunately, when you're mad about someone or you, or if you love somebody, sometimes we we do things we shouldn't do because we just want to be in the relationship. But it's not worth it. It's not worth the old noggin, lads. Yeah, but she did also say this person, insert white chick's gif here saying, you were thinking it. Yeah, but you said it. I love that clip. <laughs> You said it. <laughs> Your favourite movie of all time, Nicola. Look, we all know my favourite movie of all time is a toss-up between He's Just Not That Into You or A Time To Kill or The Green Mile, which are very, very different <laughs> films, okay? But they're, they all have a message. <laughs> they all have an important message. Anytime I see Time To Kill, I literally send a video clip to Nicola every time at the last monologue <laughs> Matthew yeah. McConaughey's giving a speech. I swear to God... A man could cite that to you, Nicola, and I think he'd be your your knees would buckle. Yeah, that that'd be the man for you. The man that can recite a time to kill mm-hmm. is the man for you. He is the man for me. And like, if you're listening out there, you'll know this speech. That is that is for me. That's that's my man. And then free Collie, free Collie. Oh my god, what a film! I feel like watching it right now, but I won't. <laughs> but um, 
<laughs> what I was going to say was for an, an embarrassing story that just came back to me here. This is absolutely mortifying on my part. Um, years ago, a not that long ago, unfortunately, maybe four years ago, or whatever. You obviously know know Roisin, the English guy that I was, you know, I wouldn't say seeing that I was scoring every time I was in England. Yes. And he probably is listening to this in New Zealand because that's where he lives now. He's an absolute lovely person if he's listening. <laughs> anyway, he, oh, the first time I met him, I was like absolutely locked in. Like we went out drinking in like mm-hmm. a foursome. And it's very clear that my friend and her boyfriend at the time were trying to set us up. And anyway, we ended up scoring at the end of the night. Really sad. He's lovely. He's a really good friend of mine. But um, the second day, we just did a rollover and didn't eat. So like we literally got up I think I had a shower and then we started drinking straight away with no food. And that's never good. Let's be honest, that's never good. So anyway, we got to the pub, drink, drink, drink. It was around Paddy's Day, I think. And I was locked. And I don't remember this, but I was told the next day that I was in the toilet talking to some random girl and I called him my boyfriend. So that will fucking tell you how embarrassing. Yeah, kill me now. (laughs) Kill me now. I had to be taken home then because obviously when you start talking like that somebody has to take you home and copy on and the girls all went back out again thanks be to god they had the sense to bring me home and, um, <laughs> I'm surprised I'm surprised you didn't uh, pretend you were uh, a dancer extraordinaire to try oh and god get- I'm sorry <laughs> I'm sure I did, but uh, that would have been put a stop to. Oh, no, I did. Um, st- some I was wearing these long Paddy's Day socks, you know, green socks. And these English girls, little girls stopped me <laughs> and asked me, to, was I in Riverdance? And I said, no, but this guy is. And I made him do a jig for this child on the side of the road. So, you know, it did have some power. But yeah, I was so embarrassed. Oh, my God, the next day when I would, they told me, I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to throw myself into the Liffey when I get home. And... Uh, <laughs> Obviously, I didn't. But then I had to like be like, does he know that I said that? I just never brought it up with him and he never brought it up with me. So fuck it. Like, <laughs> it's too late now. It's grand. If nobody, if nobody says anything, it never happened. If the, aggrieved, if the aggrieved party doesn't care, doesn't say anything, then it's absolutely fine. And no one needs to bring this up ever again until the day you die. Yeah. So just just leave it there. Just leave it in the past. Just leave it on the past. Is that the same? Uh, is that the same uh, one that there was that extraordinary photo of you coming out of that person's apartment, looking stoner babes? That is me. Yeah, the same person looking <laughs> top notch, top notch. The, oh, the worst thing about him was though, when I got, I, I went to stay in. I went he usually. I'd never stayed in his house before and the one night that I did stay in his house I got my he was absolutely KO'd and uh, I got my period and I mean the pain was off the charts like I actually thought I was going to die so not only had I a hangover but I had like the cramps pain and my phone was on like 3% and I was texting our friend to come and collect me and then my phone went, yeah. di- went dead and she didn't know where his house was because he, he just moved in with somebody new at the time and I was like oh my god oh I'm going to die so I had to like he would not wake so I was like walking around the house you know feeling like a pregnant woman because I was like I'm in so much pain I was emotional off the charts and I was like I can't lie down in the bed because like I'm so paranoid that you know being a woman and this time of the month and then eventually I had to wake him up and be like and your phone was ringing and he was like what? what? I was like your phone was ringing and he's like why? and I go oh it must be my friend because my phone's dead who was also his friend and he was like oh right and I go can I ring her back and he's like yeah 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 he went back to sleep I rang and I was like I need you to come and collect me right now I'm in so much pain bring all the following things the one time one time that I was with him that he decided to be all like 
do you not think we should go for lunch together or have breakfast together? Like I'll go down and we'll go down to the, the city and I'll buy us breakfast and we'll maybe do a stroll around the city. I was like, are you fucking joking me? This is the one time you want to start being romantic. Yeah. I'm an emotional wreck over here and I need to go home. <laughs> oh my God. And yeah, I see we just didn't tell him what was going on. Oh my God, no. And then he decided to come with me to her house. He was like, come on, we'll, I'll go with you then. If you don't want to go and have breakfast, I'll come with you. Then he was like, oh, we'll stop off and get some lunch. We'll go to, I don't know, McDonald's or KFC, whatever it was. <laughs> I was like, I need to just get home. I just need to get home, please. But no, he made the girl connect to us stop and get some food. And I was, the whole time I was like, so I couldn't sit straight because I was like, I'm just so paranoid. You know yourself. I was, oh my God, I'm just like shaking, thinking about it. And then I came in, I literally burst in the door and ran up the stairs. I'd say he thought, what is going on with this psychopath? It's that thing that we do for like, sometimes when we're just kind of like with someone on or off or we're just starting to see someone you know we don't shit we we don't fart we don't have periods I don't know what you're talking about that's that's never existed we are perfect women that um can endure all sorts of pain um mm. and all we do is a little bit of pee and that's it that's that's it <laughs> I'd say, like, I'm looking at his point of view, like, I was gasping to get away from him. I was literally running up the stairs to get away from him. He must have been, like, getting hot and cold feelings from me all that weekend, being like, all right. I wonder if you'd just been like, look, this is kind of shit, but I got my period of feeling really, really sick. I just need to go home. Oh, do you Surely know that's just... He's, he's a nice fella. He probably would have went to the shop for me and everything and got me whatever I needed. I just couldn't bring myself to say it. <laughs> Oh, do you know what? And, and with a bit of hangover fear as well. Yeah. Probably 100%. Yeah. Like so much. And uh, yeah, I mean, like we all know the old emotional feeling. I remember uh, <laughs> years ago with my ex and I was in this apartment and there was like a shop underneath and I got my period. And uh, he said, do you want anything in the shop? And I said, can you get me some chocolate? And he, he was like, what type of chocolate? And I was like, any chocolate. That was my first mistake, oh, listeners. My first mistake, mistake there. not indicating what exact chocolate I wanted. So he goes down and he comes back up and he hands me a fruit and nut. And I fucking lost my mind. <laughs> if anybody knows me, I do not. Who said to put fruit and nuts in chocolate? How dare you? Why would you ruin my day and life like that? I swear to God, I lost my fucking mind. And he was like, I'm just going to go down. I'm just going to go down and swap it. And he went down and exchanged it. for plain dairy milk. And I swear to God, I think that was like when he saw my my true self, you know, in <laughs> in in full form, my, my full emotional self, fucking lost my shit over a fruit and nut. But you know, guys, unless your girl loves fruit and nuts, unless that's her favorite bar, if she asks for chocolate, just bring her cho- cho- yeah. just chocolate, chocolate, an arrow or a dare plain dairy milk, like something that's just a block of chocolate. That's what they're looking for. Yeah, that's, that's what we're looking for. Fruit and nut. Someone brought that down. Vomit on them. Oh. I nearly did, Nicola. I nearly did. Thank God I locked him down at that stage and he couldn't leave me. Oh, God, well then, yeah. You see, that's probably why I couldn't show my psycho side. Hadn't locked him down. But I just think about all that. Like, just thinking there, I was like, that's basically like a walk of shame. Not because of coming home from somebody's house, just because I was in so much pain and I was like an emotional wreck. But like, the walks of shame... Like there's some I know people are like stride of pride, but they're always embarrassing. I don't care what anyone says. It's absolutely mortifying to do it. 
it's because you're like in your clothes from the night before. Uh, it's bright outside. I mean, no one, what you wear on a night out is not what you're going to wear at 10 a.m. in the morning, kids. Like, you know what I mean? And then if you go to a fellow's house, he doesn't have makeup remover. Like, he doesn't have any female friendly items. Yeah. It's not even like you can take your makeup off and at least maybe your face is clean and free of all that shit. And then like, you know, your legs might be bare. You might only have heels. It's very difficult to do that walk of shame and turn it in a, into a stride of pride the only thing prideful about it is maybe that you got you got the ride and, and you're just happy that you uh, someone still finds you attractive um, like, what is that the actual state I mean I, I remember coming back from oh my god years ago coming back from a uh, I had gone to a a, college, a party with some people from college not college we went to other people uh, just in case you're like I don't remember this how oh, was I not invited uh, <laughs> and uh, we went out and night out and I was wearing just jeans and a top because it, it was supposed to just be a barbecue and you know yourself just one of those nights that kind of end up and I ended up falling asleep in someone's dorm in the college or whatever getting up the next day and uh, had to get back into town to get a bus to get home and I am, um, so I'd been wearing like a kind of like, you know, light kind of jumper with just like a white tank top underneath. The jumper was like covered in drink and everything else. And it was sweating. It was about 25 degrees, it felt like, in Dublin at 10 a.m. in the morning. And I was pumping sweat, like literally everything was pouring out of me, right? Walked out to the bus stop and there is the most attractive man from my area, my local area, who, um, bad enough that he'd seen me in the jelly uniform more than once, uh, now sees me. And I mean, I was, you know, when you're stinking a drink, you can even smell it off yourself. Yeah. Like, reeking. I'd been tearing up a absolute storm on the copper stands floor. So it was stinking. Stinking <laughs> to high heavens. And he's like, Roisin, hi. I'm like, my teeth aren't even washed. Oh, like, that's the worst part. The what, teeth. What, why is this happening? Why is it? Why? Why am I seeing good looking man? You never see people when you look good. You only ever see people when you look like complete shit. Well, when you just mentioned the this copper's drink stains and everything on you, I remember that English guy that I was seeing when we lived in Sydney, and um, one night in particular, him and his friend, who had scored our friend. Um, they got really, really drunk and they were like outside this Chinese in the middle of, uh, oh my God, in the middle of the main street and they were insistent on getting curry chips and I was like, do you know when you're like sober comparison to somebody, you're like, oh, this is going to take hours. Yeah. And next, I stayed in his house and the next morning he was like, let's go and get some lunch. So we went to get lunch and I was like, Are you still stink of curry? And he was like, but I had a shower. I was like, I know, but like, I don't know, did, did you stand in it or something? He was like, I don't think so. And he was like, check and he was like, turn around and he was like, check me, check me. So I was literally uh, turning him around up and down and everything. I was like, I can't understand. And then he goes, oh my God, I must have put curry on you last night. It was down the fucking, like underneath the back, like under where your bra strap would be in your dress was a big curry stain. I'd been walking around Sydney and you know how hot it is with this curry. So not only was the curry been visible to people, but the stench of it would have been stewing in the sun. I was like, I absolutely hate you. Oh my God, it was horrific. <laughs> Yeah, pretty girl. Oh, God. Well, some, some guys might find that attractive, like smell a curry off a woman. Um, that he dumped me about a week later, so I'm going to say he didn't. 
<laughs> well, he was the one who left it there. He probably put it there so no other man went up to you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no, we've we've all done things that uh, we we are ashamed of. I see this one message from this girl who's who's, who's given up her own friend's shame, not her own shame. But she said, "I have a friend who was notorious <laughs> for the drunk dial. We once went a night out, and she checked her phone the next morning, and she had called him twenty two times, WhatsApp called him, messaged him, and FaceTimed him. They didn't speak again. So I have two stories here for this, right? But uh, first of all, her fear <laughs> must have been off the charts. There waking up with that because that would uh- be." Horrific. Well, that's like the one we talked about. I talked about the other week when I said that I rang my ex like a million times. Do you remember? Yeah. More fight. Yeah. Well, um, I used to date this guy who had a habit. He was a massive drink dialer. And like I would go to bed and I wouldn't be on a night out. I'd be home in bed Saturday night, Friday night, whatever it was. And I'd wake up and I'd 13 missed calls. And I'd be like, all him. And I text him going, and there might be seven from him and then six private number and I'd be like hmm, wonder who that could be two minutes after the last call <laughs> and I would text him and be like you were ringing me last night he'd be like no I wasn't and I'd be like no no you were like you, I have all these missed calls like what's up and I was like is everything alright and he'd be like no it wasn't me somebody else was ringing you off my phone i go why would someone take your phone and ring me on a Saturday night at 4am he'd be like I don't know you'll have to ask them but don't ask them and I'd be like right Okay, whatever. And this used to happen every weekend that I wasn't out. I'd be like, right, here we go. And then we'd have fallen out and we I stopped seeing him. I, bro- I broke up with him because yeah. he, I was in the pub across the road from his house and he wouldn't come out to see me on a bank holiday Monday because uh, he was, said he was hungover. I was like, you're hungover to walk 10 steps across the road. You're dumb. Don't ever say to me again. <laughs> you have to oh love the God. drama of when you were in your early 20s. But um then uh, he started drunk dialing me then the following week after we broke up and I was I was at a house party and I got one of the lads to answer and he claimed that he was like can you put Nicole on the phone and your man was like oh she's really he kept making out that I was doing something he was like she's just really busy right now she's actually just uh, just alone you know and he kept going no I need to talk to her I need to talk to her and he was like what do you need to talk to her about and he was like uh, uh, I want to know did she see my friend <laughs> I used to be like, what the hell? But to be fair, I used to love waking up though with loads of missed calls. It made you feel good about yourself. Yeah, you're like, somebody needs me mm-hmm. even if I don't need them. Yeah. It makes you feel like empowered. I used to, so the problem was that he used to, because he used to do it so much then one of the rare occasions I'd go out and he wasn't out then I ended up drunk dialing him. Now it was never the same amount of times. It would be like twice. And he usually answered and I'd be like, well, he'd be like, well. <laughs> He's like, I'm in bed. And I'm like, <laughs> Right, but you do this to me every weekend. And he's like, do you want to lift home? And I'm like, no, I'm just sitting in my knees, just telling you about my night. And he'd be like, right, <laughs> go away. Like, but then the next, like, next night, he'd be speed dialing. But also then there's this other story. This happened more recently. This guy from my hometown came up on my Tinder, or one of them anyway. And I was one night when I was on my way home in a taxi. And I was coming home from work. It was a late night at work or whatever. Um, I think I had to go to an event for work or something. And um, I was, I saw him go up my Tinder. I was like, no, that can't be him. He's married and has kids. And I was starting to zoom in on the picture. But instead of zooming in, I liked him. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> but he didn't like him back. So I was like, oh, thanks be to God. And I was like, fuck, because if he is still married, um, it turns out they've been split up, split up, but I didn't know that time. I was like, oh my God, I would hate to have his wife find that and think that I actually liked him like you know whatever me just trying to be yeah. nosy bitch like on it so anyway went home yeah. went to bed woke up next morning and my phone was like a notification central I was like what the hell 
I was like, I went to bed at like one o'clock last night. What is going on? Looked at my phone. So turns out he matched with me yeah. on Tinder. Then he sent me like seven messages going, oh my God, Nicola, is that you? Nicola, is this you? I can't believe it's you. No way. Nicola, what are you up to? Where are you? I'm in Dublin. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, messages, messages. So that was fine. Oh he, then he tried to ring me on Tinder. So it was like missed call on Tinder. And I was like, the oh fuck? Yeah. Then there was, I when I was like, okay, I just kind of went, oh, what a freak. Then I looked and I had Facebook notifications. And I was like, who, like, what could that be? And it was a missed, sorry, friend request message, um, missed call, or three missed calls from him on Facebook. And then a video missed call, a video missed call on Facebook. I didn't even know. I was like, what the, I thought you had to be friends with people to do that, to ring people on Facebook. Turns out, no. And then loads of messages from Nicola, answer your phone, answer your phone, Nicola. I was like, what the hell? I haven't seen this lad in about 15 years. I wasn't friends with him beforehand. I just knew him. And I was like, oh my God, this is psycho. It was hilarious. It was a great story to tell people, like for people who knew him. I was like, guess what? But like, he never, you know, the funniest thing about it, he never messaged me the next day to be like, oh my God, I was psycho last night, right? And like, he just never mentioned it again. <laughs> never do guys never do if you're a girl you'd be so fucking embarrassed like guys just like are like meh so you never asked him what the fuck the phone call was about anyway no well I met him um, I met him the next time I saw him was about six months later and he was on a date and I walked in with six of my friends and basically just burst out laughing they all did as soon as they saw him and then of course we were just like he was mortified because he was on a date and all my friends were there and then the next time I saw him was uh, at a festival I was running to catch the bus and he was sitting yeah. with a group of people and he was like, Nicola. And I was like, oh. I was like, what do you want? And he's like, he kept rambling on. He's like, come here, I want to talk to you. Come here, I want to talk to you. And I was like, no. I was like, if you want to talk to me, I'm sure you can Facebook call me. And then I just walked off. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, I don't understand why you constantly I mean I did it once right after my ex and I was mortified. And I must apologize about 42 million times after the fact. Um I did appreciate this girl who said, and I mean, her friend, what an incredible ring, wing woman who said, kick my best friend out of a taxi, literally, so I could bring a lad back to our hotel room. To be fair to her, she went off with his friend and sat McDonald's before ringing to make sure the coast was clear. That is, that is a true That's friend. what we're talking about. Yeah. That's, that's, that's an OG there. Oh my God, that is amazing. And also you got to go and have McDonald's. So you actually probably won out a lot in this situation as well. Yeah, in fairness, like the markers. I, I mean, I'd probably take the markers over a ride any day. I'd love McDonald's right now. I know. I just burped there. Stunning. Can keep that in. Wow. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just such a fat bitch. I'm here <laughs> drooling over the markers. So I'm like... <laughs> Somebody else said they went, to, uh, went outside... The sorry went outside the pub pretending I had just been I had been out just so I could bump into him. Did she go from home to stand outside the pub? <laughs> oh, what a winner! Oh my god, sounds like sounds like it. Thanks, a million for everybody uh, for setting in their embarrassing moments. I uh, hope you enjoyed myself and Nicholas mortifying moments uh, of which there's probably a lot more that we're not going to discuss yes oh good podcast. god no like if we if you think of the ones we told you were bad imagine the ones we haven't told you about so <laughs> when we're in <laughs> when we're in Mayo we're going to we'll record um, uh, we'll record with a few drinks on us won't we Ro we'll put that up yeah yeah definitely we might get our few friends involved uh, maybe uh, do maybe a few 
maybe a Vox Vox or something like that. But if you do have any topics, Neil can interview us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Neil can us. Um, if you have got anything you'd like us to cover or anybody you'd like to interview, um, we probably would like to do some more interviews. We just, you know, we've reached out to people and stuff. It just hasn't been good timing, etc. But if there is somebody in mind or if you have a good story, you want to send us a voice note or you want to come on and chat, um, you know, you can get us on Instagram or you can get us on Twitter and you can email us at dataisgonnadateirl at gmail.com. Um, we should say our last episode about the uh, cheating, um, that really uh, caused a, a bit of a reaction from, from everybody. <laughs> yeah, it did. And we did get a message from one of our listeners telling, thanking us for the episode and thanking you guys as well, because obviously we were mentioning your stories that she listened to it and it made her realize that she was in a bad relationship and she was putting up a lot of stuff and she broke up with them. So I know it's a tough time for her, but I have to say, all the power to you and I'm so glad that we could help you in a way and hopefully maybe we'll do an episode about all the brilliant things about being single um, and that'll be an empowering one for somebody who's newly single as well. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think we, we, we should do something like that because, you know, it's tough out there, guys, you know, even as I was just saying earlier, I mean, 14 dates last year, each crapper than the last and obviously I've met someone decent now but like you never know what life has in store for you, you know what I mean? And you do need to uh, kind of find the light and find the things to appreciate. Mm. Like the last year has been so difficult for everyone for a million different reasons. Um, but, you know, I think we we should do the things. And I'd say if we if we put that out to the listeners, they'd be coming back to us with tons uh, yeah. of great things too that make being single great. I think we'll do that as our next episode because simply we're going to be, you know, the, the pubs are going to be opening soon. You know, we, even if it's just the beer gardens, we're going to be all a bit, bit nervous about flirting and talking to strangers and stuff. But going out with a good attitude and remembering the good reasons and of being single. And this is this is the bit we're looking forward to. I hear my cat to. screaming in the background there, <laughs> dying to get in. <laughs> but this is the this is the thing we've been looking forward to getting the freedom again so it's going to be a bit nerve-wracking talking to strangers and stuff but do send us um, if you can send us a voice note that would be brilliant um, just telling us a few of your reasons that you love being single send it to our email address and we would absolutely love that uh, or message us on Instagram and as usual send us all to your single friends or friends and relationships who love a good laugh I suppose and maybe want to be reassured that they're they're like I don't want to be single again <laughs> and of course uh, like review and have to give a shout out to our last review was from someone in Australia so thank you to that who that person Ooh. was so really loved that they said they love listening to our our little updates and um, absolutely appreciate that, that we're reaching Dan Anda. Yeah, exactly. Um, if you haven't already, if you've got iTunes, please do uh, leave us a rating. Um, five stars would be lovely, yeah. uh, kids. And uh, if you want to write something there for us, we really appreciate it. Um, all the the reason for the ratings is it basically means you'll come up on people's searches, etc. The more people rate and review the more it gets shared and other people see it. So um, we would love if you could share it. Um, but until next time, uh, we've just been talking shite for the last yeah. We'll be back to you with the positive <laughs> reasons for being single and send them to us. But until then, bye, Roro. Bye, Nicola. Enjoy your next fortnight and then we'll talk then. Bye. Yeah, long before. <laughs>